With me on a Zoom is someone who needs absolutely no introduction at all. And if you don't know who she is, then you're Gen Z and you should. Um, <laughs> her name is Joan Armatrading. And I had no idea. I knew you've been around forever because even, even in my house, we were listening to you when I was little. But um, I had no idea in time how long that is to have been in the industry. You are legendary. What does that feel like? I, I, I don't know if I'm legendary, but I, I certainly have been around for a while. I made my first album in 1972. Uh, so next year would be will be 50 years. And as a young person, there's no way I thought, yeah, 50 years time, I'll still be here doing this. Of course, as a young person, you think whatever you want to do, you'll do it for as long as you want to do it. So, yeah. um, but it's great. Yeah, I, I love, I love that. Um, I've been able to sustain a career for this long in this very precarious business because <laughs> it's not easy but um, it's really obviously down to the songs that I write but but 100% down to the public because mm. if the public don't like what I'm doing then I'm obviously not going to be able to last so it's it's people um, enjoying what I'm doing and buying the albums coming to the concerts and, and, and wanting to know what, what I'm up to that's 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 the sustaining thing yeah Joan you you started in this industry uh, during a very difficult time in history and unfortunately not very much has changed since then but you broke some boundaries you obviously had to have received some closed doors some hard no's was there ever a time when you thought okay maybe this is not for me maybe I should do something else no because I, I know I'm supposed to say all those things you said I'm supposed to say I was knocked back all the time and doors slammed in my face and people were horrible and and I had prejudices against me because I was a, a woman of color and I was a woman and yeah and uh, no I didn't have all that <laughs> I'm very lucky I didn't have that I mean when I took my songs around to uh, get a record a contract everywhere I took it I was offered a contract and um, when I made my first album I, I think it was quite clear to everybody that I knew what I was doing so uh, I was just able to do what I do um, the record company has never had to come to me to say can we have a record it's always me going and saying here's the record um, <laughs> and I just you know I just go about things how I go about them I don't know what that means I don't know whether it means I'm pig-headed or <laughs> blind or, or stubborn I don't know what it means but um, I think I've been very lucky that I've I've just been able to kind of go about things doing it the way I sort of want to do it not not in a total vacuum because I'm one of those artists that believe that a record company is very important I've, I've never wanted to have my own label and things like that because there's lots of things that an artist can't do for themselves I I don't want to set up interviews <laughs> I don't want to have to work out you know how which which route is my tour going on. I, I don't have to do lots of things that other people are much better at doing but I certainly know what I want to do when I'm writing and recording and I'm lucky that people just let me get on with it. You, you have had an incredible, incredible career and 50 years is a lifetime. Do you have moments still now where you look back at everything that you've done and go, holy shit, that, that's real, <laughs> that's me? 
<laughs> well, I don't swear, so I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but uh, I, I, it's only um, relatively recently, actually, uh, with people saying to me, oh, Joan, you've realised you've done this, this and this, that I've started to realise I've done this, this and this. Because at the time of doing them, you don't know. When I started to to write and make my, my records in the first uh, instance, I... I, I knew that, um, that there wasn't somebody else doing what I was doing. There wasn't a, a not not just a black person, but a, just a white person, a, a female, playing the guitar that I played, writing the songs that I wrote, singing the way that I sang. There wasn't, I didn't have a, a model to say, okay, they're doing it like that, let me follow that. So, but I didn't know that. I was just doing what I was doing. It wasn't a big deal to me. I was just, that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And so there's kind of lots of firsts that I've done, but only because I've done them because that's kind of what it was because I was doing them and I was the first, not because I was trying to be, yeah. but it's that's how it works. It works that there's always going to be somebody who's the first. That's just life. There's always going to be somebody. Um, doesn't necessarily mean the first is the most successful, <laughs> but uh, the first is, you know, that's, that's kind of how it is. So I just go about, you know, I just go about doing what I do, not in the main, not taking much notice of it, not really looking back all the time and thinking, oh, I was great when I did this and look at me, I've done that. I don't tend to think like that. What I tend to do is think, I know I've written a great song, but I bet you I can write something even better than that. <laughs> and, I t- and I tend to be like that all the time. I tend to think, I know I can do better. And I feel as if I've been doing better over the years. You know, I feel as if I've become better at writing. I've become better at uh, playing the guitar. I've become better at arra- arranging. Uh, all the things that I do that I really care about, I feel as if because I've taken notice of those things and not all the other stuff that goes on, around me half the things that are supposed I'm supposed to notice I don't really notice but the things that I know that I want to be focused on I'm very focused and I I try and get better at those things and I feel I'm I definitely feel I'm getting better I, I, I is there is there an end line where you think that you are I don't think that there is one for you after 50 years and 22 albums and you're still striving for better and better and better I feel like this is it's giving me anxiety that there's never been an end <laughs> no, no I'm not anxious about it I'm very excited about it it's great it's really nice to I mean for instance I've been playing the guitar for a long time yeah and over the last couple of years I really feel feel as if I've got to grips with certain parts of the guitar that that I, I could do them and I was good at them and people would say oh you're really good at that of course but I've really feel as if I've really got to grips with certain aspects of it which only makes me know that there's a low, whole load more that I need to get better at you know so it's not that I'm yeah. I don't think I'll ever get to that stage in certainly in terms of writing where I think okay that's it I've written the best song I can ever write because if I get to that stage that means I have to stop because mm. what would you do then if you've written the best song you can ever write well you can't write anymore can you so you just have to stop <laughs> do you have a favourite 
one that brings back good good things good times good memories writing performing well in terms of i the, the song of mine called um kissing and a hugging which i mm. and still do used to absolutely love playing it that was my favorite song to play because you could it's so rhythmic and you could change the rhythms all the time and the phrasing of it i could didn't need to sing it the same twice in a row I absolutely love singing that but recently drop the pilot <laughs> drop the pilot has become a real favorite of mine and uh, I'm doing this live stream concert on the 31st of this month 31st of July and re in rehearsals it's like I can't wait to play drop the pilot <laughs> and I know it's good I mean I've been playing it for how many years it came out in 1983 I know the song obviously but for some reason it's just become this thing and I get quite excited playing it and it's very uplifting and it's it feels really up you know um, so that's that's kind of a bit of a favorite at the minute I love that I love how they evolve along with you and yeah. every time you look at them you look at them differently because that's how we all look at your music and it's very cool to know that you still look at it the same yeah yeah it's it's sometimes it's it's almost like if I go back to the the, the, the guitar it's almost like a discovery I, I feel as if I'm discovering the instrument yeah you know and and drop the pilot I feel as if I'm discovering this song that I wrote because <laughs> I, I wrote it so I know it but it's I feel as if I'm discovering this song it's 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 quite incredible um, I would probably say I'm maybe not the only artist that that happens to though it's um, you know sometimes you, you 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 get very familiar with things and you might might not kind of get as involved with them as you did the first time because you play them very often yeah um, but it's nice to it's nice to rediscover things Joan you have spent your life connecting with fans in person on stages um, around the world and in the last couple of months we've all been locked down and I think that that landscape looks very different going forward how do you navigate that after a lifetime of doing it one way what is well, going forward yeah I, I, I since 1972 until 2018 I've been touring after every album yeah uh, and the tours are, are, are long tours. A short tour for me is three months. So the last tour, 2018, was three months. But that's a long tour still. Mm. And tour, the tour before that was 235 dates. And the tour before that, wow. that was, uh, I don't know what that was. That was a year, 18 months. So the, I have tours that last long, long time. Uh, and I decided in 2014-15, after that 235 concert gig, um, concert tour, that I, I just didn't want to tour that length of time any longer. Mm. Um, and then 2018, I still did that three-month tour, and then I thought, I don't even want to do three months. I don't even want to do a month. Um, so uh, the odd gig, yes, but not touring as such. So I'd already okay. decided from 2018 that that I wasn't going to tour in the same way. So I, I I'd already stepped back. Writing, I'll never stop. I'll be dead. 
that's when I'll stop. <laughs> but but touring, I, I thought, I, you know, I, I just need to not do this in this way anymore. So it's not, and I, at this moment, it's not something I miss. Yeah. But having made the album, I did think it would be great to do a gig. That's why I'm doing the live stream. Okay. Uh, because I thought it'd be great, you know, the new album's out, everybody seems to be really enjoying it. Mm. Uh, it'd be great to work with some musicians uh, again. And um, so we, we, we rehearsed the show's um, going to come out, I say, on the 31st of, of July. And I hope everybody comes to it because, though I say it myself, we sound good. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you do. You're journalizing. <laughs> In case you were not aware, I feel like it's going to be epic. But let's talk about the album because this is your 22nd one. Um, it is the one that I love, 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 love. I've been listening to it. My dad's been listening to it. Um, it's called Consequences. And I, I read that you did a lot of it yourself. You played the instruments. You engineered it. Um, I I don't even know what that looks like other than stressful. <laughs> but um, talk to me about making this album. Yeah, it's not stressful. It's something I've been doing for a long time. The album before this and the one before that and the one before that, that's how I made the album. I, I, I do everything myself. I'm literally the only person in the room. Wow. I write everything, produce it, arrange it, record, record it, I engineer it, I sing it, I play it. Whatever you hear on the album, it's me. Um, but as I say, that's the last album was like that and the one before that and the one before that so and the one before that. So, so I'm very <laughs> used to it. Uh, been producing myself since 1986 uh, and then I started I, I've always been heavily involved with the production I've always written and arranged my songs and you know so that that's not new that's from day one um, but I used to play on my demos and play everything and do everything and I thought at some point I must do this on a record so in 2003 I decided that this is where I would start to play everything and just be the only person so from 2003 till now, it's either just me or like 2007, I had a drummer uh, wow. play on the drums. But then I just decided to just program the drums myself. So so the drums that you hear on this new album, I programmed those drums and same the album before that and the album before that. So, and I only do that because I can. There's no ego involved. I, I've said before, when Prince does something like this and he played everything and every, people said he was a genius, when I do it, they say I'm a control freak. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, you know what? I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, this is exactly how it should be. If you're creating something like an album or a piece of art like this, surely you want to understand all the moving parts in order to get the best yeah. out of it. And I think a lot of us, especially us millennials, we've lost that. We focus so much on the one thing, right? The, the singing or the writing or the, or, or the drumming that we don't really understand the other moving parts. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like it's so much better to, to know everything. I think it's a good idea to know at least some of the other bits. Yeah. Um, even if you're not doing it yourself, I think it's, 
for me it's important to know other aspects of it so that I've got an instance of um, I would was at a, a rehearsal of an artist I won't say who the artist was it was a female artist I was at a rehearsal of them and uh, the, the keyboard player said oh I think we should do the song like this so they went okay yeah we'll do that and then the bass player said no I think what we should do is this so, so they said okay let's, well, let's do that and then one other person said well you know that's alright but how about if we did this and then they said okay well we'll do that and, and I watched and I thought wait a minute this is your band yeah shouldn't you be telling them what you think <laughs> how you think this should go yeah instead of changing your mind at every turn and and what they were saying wasn't wasn't a an enhancement of what the other person had said it was a complete change of what the other person had said so so they were changing every time somebody gave them an idea they changed totally to them. I thought that's that's just for me that's weird yeah so I think if you're an, a young artist and you're you're getting into music or anything if you're getting into music and you're a writer try and know different aspects of writing if even if you're only good with words try and think well if I'm writing these words what kind of melody would go with this even if you you're not capable of writing the melody just think about what kind of melody would go with this or if you're a, the keep the the, the 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 melody person what kind of words could go with this melody and if you're working with somebody I, I work alone but if you're working with somebody then the two of you could collaborate and and it could be both of you doing that rather than just one person writing that and the other person you know writing uh, the, the other bit I, I just think it's important to to know a, a, a little bit more about your industry and what you're doing yeah. instead of just your part because mm -hmm. if you think about actors when actors are on the stage they know their lines but they also know other people's lines because they need to know when they can come in mm. <laughs> they can't just think well I'll just learn that, my life yes. and hope for the best <laughs> Have you always been so trusting of yourself? Because I feel like in order to to take all of the strings and 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 run the project from start to finish alone, without anyone else going, yes, that's great, no, that's bad, or having to 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 seek validation like a lot of us would need to. <laughs> Have you always had that, or is that something that you've had to work on? No, I've always had it always had it I, I don't know myself any other way than this way it's um, incredible I want I that was, <laughs> I was a very shy person when I was younger incredibly shy but I was never ever shy about my writing I, I was supremely confident maybe big-headed <laughs> <laughs> I always felt that I was good um, and I, I kind of didn't really need anybody to tell me I was good and that's another important thing I think it's important to know if you're good because when you know you're good you can be good some people I, I hear people say oh they don't know how good they are of course they they know that's why they're good <laughs> <laughs> they're good because they know they're good and they're working at being good that's, that's how it works um, and if you have a if you uh, just from experience I know somebody who was who was good at a certain thing um, and everybody was saying to them you're really good at this but they didn't 
follow it up because I think they didn't believe in themselves. They didn't think, they didn't believe that they were as good as everybody was telling them. Yeah. You need to have that in you, you know? And uh, so, so in the end, that person didn't follow up on this thing where they could have been great. They could have had good success with that. But uh, they, they didn't have that belief in themselves. And that's really important to, to know yourself and to know, am I really good at this? Can I succeed at this? Is this what I really want? Uh, two things are really important. Know what you want, know what you don't want. Uh, yeah. And I think, I think at the moment, not a lot of us are thinking that way. And it's so necessary because this will end and life will continue. And yeah. you don't want to jump in the deep end of life when we're allowed to reemerge and not yeah. know which way you're going. Um, yeah. But Joan, talk to me about consequences for those people that are listening that haven't listened to it yet. What are we getting from it? What, did, what <laughs> <laughs> all of it? <laughs> talk to me about the, the the writing of it, the the conceptualization of of consequences. Um, well, I started writing the album in January, so before lockdown and okay. um, before COVID and everything. Uh, and so none of the songs are inspired by what we're going through. None of them were influenced by it. None of them relate to it. Um, at the, so they're just John trading songs, uh, 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 mostly from observation. Mm -hmm. uh, people say, well, how can you observe if we're in lockdown? Well, we still have the television. We have newspapers. We have yeah. um, social media. We've got news coming at us all the time we're seeing people we're talking to friends still so we're not we're not shut off from you know civilization yeah. <laughs> we're, still, we're still you know we're still in the world um so so there's still lots to to observe um and uh one of the songs is on um, the last song on the album is called to anyone who will listen and um i wrote that reading an article about a, a chap who was uh, depressive and he was just saying he wanted people to just just listen to him and just let him tell them how he was feeling not immediately to tell him to go and do this or go here or be a certain way just listen yeah um and i i it really got to me actually obviously because that's why I wrote the song but maybe maybe a month ago now do you think Oprah Winfrey had that program on called um, The Me You uh, Can't See the me, the me You Never See yeah like that. and Lady Gaga was on that and she was saying exactly the same thing as this young chap in this article was that she, people need to listen to, to people who have uh, any mental issues um, because she's she, like this guy was saying uh, she said people will action things but they haven't listened so they're, they're off doing things making things happen for you whatever but they haven't really listened to what you're saying so what they're doing is not necessarily what you need um, so that's obviously to her to this chap and to other people who were on the uh, program um, listening is really important I am um, I recently read something about this also about the importance of just holding space for someone mm -hmm. and listening with the intent to listen and not respond and yeah. how validating that is for anyone who's going through anything not necessarily a mental health struggle but anything if yeah. you just sit and hold space for someone that connection is incredible and it could be the difference between 
what that person does next, good or bad. Yeah. 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 Uh, absolutely. Because sometimes what, I mean, I, I've done it for myself. Sometimes I've said things to, to, to a friend, not because I necessarily want the friend to respond in a certain way, but it, it, because it's out of your head now. Yeah. And you, you, you're hearing these words come out. It's, it's helping you to kind of give yourself the advice that the friend may give you. Yeah. It, it allows you to kind of free up those words, get them out of your system. Um, <laughs> and you, you, you're absolutely right. Just, 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 uh, just having people listen to you can make help you to go into whichever direction you need to go go into. Do you find that you get some of that with writing? And creation of an album, some of that outlet release. Yeah, I mean, I I certainly get a lot of pleasure out of writing, and I get a lot out of writing words and and being able to express certain things. And and you know, the majority of songs are not about me, but 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 being able to express it in a way that allows other people to say, which they do say to me, that song has really told the story in the way that I was trying to tell this person, but I couldn't quite get those words. And it's a, it's a, it's a great feeling to, to be able to do that. And it's a, it's, it's a great feeling when I've written some words that I, I feel really happy about. The feeling of that expression is fantastic. Yeah. Um, because you know you can't always find the right words it's, it's, it's not the easiest thing to come up with that right sentence yeah um, and when you when you're able to then it's yeah it's it's a, it's a brilliant feeling I love writing I love you know I love coming up with words that you can take away from music and yeah. and, think, and find some expression in the words without having to have the melody and the rest of the stuff that goes with the, with a song uh, it's nice to be able to get something out of that as well just just the words well i'm i'm grateful that you are still writing and still creating and that from my childhood to my nephews and nieces now we have all had a Joan Armour trading moment and we all have that one Joan Armour trading song. And please never stop because this world needs you very much. We need the poets. We need the artists. Um, Joan, the show, the live, the live stream, when's it happening again? Uh, it's happening on the 31st of July so if, uh, if you want to come along and uh, please do come along um, you can go to my website myname.com um, and you'll see the link to get tickets um, so yeah the 31st of uh, uh, of July and it'll then tell you the time of your because it's it's for it's worldwide so when you get to the thing it'll tell you the time and your your area your country and we are in for a treat I, if you're already rehearsing then I know that we're it's going to be bomb um, go and listen to the new album the lead the single already there is uh, playing on Jack Rand FM at the moment Jones thank you for your time thank you for your art um, and we love you very much thank you I love South Africa very much one day one day would you will you please come back and and and, I, I, and tour absolutely love to yeah love to. <laughs> when we're allowed to when other people are allowed in south africa that is <laughs> awesome joan thank you so much for your time thank you thank you bye bye bye